One, two, three, four. Live from Brisbane. And it just works. Boom. Roadcaster on the go. <laughs> Unbelievable. You had to do, you, there were a few puzzled looks about, mate, what's in your backpack? And you had to explain what was in the backpack. Yeah, what about we had... We, in, we did up, airport we, security pull you over? Buzz, Buzz Rothfield, and he's look, he looks at me, what the hell are you carrying around there? <laughs> you got a radio station in your backpack. Yeah, just about. Anyway, we'll talk about why we're in Brisbane shortly, but um, yeah, we are, we're, in, we're in my hotel room. Uh, Stephen's not staying. Uh, you're yeah, staying in another hotel. I'm staying out in the sticks, yeah. <laughs> Why are you staying in the sticks, Stephen? I've got. I'm staying for two nights because I'm going to stay to watch the Mighty Rabbitohs play tomorrow. We're right. here, we're, at, we're giving it away. We're at Magic Round in Brisbane, and uh, because I wanted to stay the two nights, the the bookings they couldn't have a, a two night booking close in the CBD. There was all just a lot of one nighters and. So yeah, they've. they've I'm and you're I'm not out. a one night man. I'm out in the suburbs. That's right. Yeah, I stick around. Yeah, that's right. I'm not a one night man. But uh, yeah, so I'll be here for two nights. Yep. We're in Trevor's luxurious room here. But uh, there was some friction though. <laughs> the I've got to mention this. I actually said that to you. There was some at friction the, at the game. Yeah. Uh, I said it'd be fun <laughs> to see how I check in. You go why? And I said because I didn't bring a wallet. Yeah. You go why wouldn't you bring a wallet? And I said. Because I'm, well, your cards ha- are digital. I'm, I'm digital. Like I'm a fully digital yeah. human. And you said, "What if they need ID?" I said, "Digital driver's license." Yeah. You, you said, "Good point. Won't be a drama." And I said, "But sometimes they want to scan your driver's license and stuff." Well, I got it completely wrong, didn't I? You did. Because it was not the driver's license which it caused was the card, the friction. Well, because because of what the hotels, the the procedure is, they check you in and they they scan your car to hold an amount. So they don't charge you; they hold the amount. Yep. So the issue is that the the doing the digital tap. Would actually spend the money rather than hold the money. I think is that that's the issue. That, that's that's is that, the issue what that uh, Andre. He's I'm going to call is him. <laughs> he didn't have a name tag. Just no, quietly. He didn't. Yeah, I know. I love well. the, the W is a wonderful establishment. Yes, um, but I just would have thought you'd have name tags. But anyway, exactly. yeah. um, you should have asked him. Well, and what's your name, mate? Well, I, you should have said. Did you hear me say? I don't. He doesn't have a name. We started referring yes. to him as if he wasn't there. Oh, mate. Yeah. Old so mate. so what happened was he said, "Have you got a card?" I went here. I'll just tap and go. He goes, "No, I need a physical card." Oh. I said, no. He said he got a photo of the card with the number. And I said, I'm not giving you the number. Uh, and he goes, oh. So he went away, got the manager or someone, and then came back and said, well, no, we just can't do it. I said, well, mate, <laughs> okay, just, by then. I actually said, just charge me the $100. Oh, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Just, well, I want to check in. And I refund wanna... it, yeah. Um, and and, and hang on, it was at this point where I generously offered to give you my card to if they want to hold the amount. And it was that, that point right? where I went, well, I'm now on a pedestal, uh, on a soapbox, <laughs> Saying no, mate. This is a privacy with and the, security oh, issue. I think there was a you, there was a mention of getting with the times. I think was mentioned. I, by, I said, by look, you I, I pointed at the machine and I said, I guarantee you. <laughs> and now I'm making a call out to anyone who works in the banking or finance industry yes, here right point. now. Good point. Uh, let me know whether I'm wrong. But the little, and I'm not talking a square or a PayPal. I'm talking a proper bank. Yeah. You know, in Congendio, whatever their brand is, terminal, right? <laughs> Yeah. Are they able to do a tap-and-go pre-authorization? That's the simple question. So are you able to choose on the screen pre-authorization, $100, tap-and-go? Are you able to do that? I don't know. Yeah. Let's find out. But my what I said to him was, I said, I guarantee you that machine, if you call the bank, I'm not saying do it now. I'm just saying you need yeah. to get with the times. Yeah. Is able to do it. You just need to learn how to do it maybe. But does your card, when you tap, does it go to credit or debit? I can choose. Okay, so why why couldn't you have chosen credit and then they just they just hold the amount? They don't that, go that's through my with point. It, so they I can't can do that. I, if I bring up my card, it's got Visa or FPOS savings. Right. So okay, mate, I'll choose Visa, which is yep. credit. Yep. I'm sure it does it. Well, it'd be it's well, and, if, and, if and anything, it's if, an Apple Pay question, isn't it? It's well, Apple no, Pay. no, because I believe it's the bank that needs to determine whether right. or not they're going to accept a pre-authorization. Because it's really the bank that goes, okay, we know which card that is. 
um, pre-authorised instead but, but, of charge. But in, let, let's let's be Apple for a second. If you do your tap for a, an amount that they're going to reserve, yes. Apple don't get any money out of that because they're not actually you're not spending. That's fine. It's part of the process. So w- would Apple it. still take their few cents worth no. out of that? Or? No, they wouldn't. So that's probably why you can't. Do I it. don't think Apple's going to die die over a barrel because uh, they're not getting the you know pre-authorization. Maybe commissions okay but the fun part of this story was we spent about this much time (laughs) in a in a somewhat aggressive conversation with this young man just to be clear i was standing off to the side making smart comments and you were there doing the aggressive and and it was at that point that i reached in my bag and pulled out my card yeah and then everyone it's it's like it was like you were david copperfield like you did a magic trick oh you have got a card (laughs) i I remember said oh he said that. Oh, you have got a card. And I said, yes, because I don't. That's my point is, my point is, you need to get with the times. Wow. Well, and, you, mate, well and, you lost that And point. it was at that point where he started typing my card number into his computer. And I yeah. said, yeah. that's the problem. I don't want you typing my card number into your computer. Type it into the bank terminal. Yeah. Yeah, but not your computer. Okay. He goes, it's just being stored in the hotel system. I said, well, that's Even exactly yeah. the problem. <laughs> if you get hacked, my credit card number is on file. I could see his face at this point and he's thinking, oh, please, not now. Come on. <laughs> like he was, it's I nine o'clock at he night. He was broken. He's thinking, oh, just let me just get through this little check-in, please. And I think that at that point he proceeded. You were in the penthouse on the 39th floor, and then he put you in the basement. We're in yeah. the basement here looking into the laneway yeah. over the dumpsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. He's, I, he's rewarded you. I actually think – I wonder whether people listening are thinking, you complete wanker. Um, why would <laughs> you do that? Some might be. I think so. Some might. I think some people would understand my frustration if I'm trying to go fully digital. Yeah, true. True that. Because it's possible. Yep. That yeah. If the banking system hasn't caught up with fully digital to the point of pre-authorizations, yeah. I think it's madness. But also, too, the appeal of, like, let's use Apple Pay as the example, the appeal of Apple Pay is not just the convenience, security. but also the security. So that the, your, your privacy and your security is is there, is respected. Exactly. So, yeah. and he, like, my point, I was I was being a bit of a smartass, but my point is absolutely a bit valid. Of a smart-ass. <laughs> you were being a full smartass. Full smartass mode. But my on. point about yeah. him typing my credit card number into his yeah, system that, is complete. That in this day and age, yeah, I'm sorry, it seems primitive, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So, I think but, they should wake up and smell the 21st. So at century. that point, I went, you know what? I've moved on. We're good, and we started cracking jokes. Yeah, Andre, <laughs> nothing. Andre. <laughs> Yeah, Andre, he was he had a stone Andre, face, yeah. mate, he was like, no. thank you, there's your room, mate, go to the elevators, nick off. He's going to dead set release some cockroaches under your door when you go to bed tonight. And then, and then a, a bloke got in the lift and recognised Stephen Fennick, <laughs> no, the tech guy, and said, you blokes should be able to, you should be able be able to, to sort it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah right. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And then anyway. Then I introduced you to the other woman in the lift. Remember, I was saying, oh, did, did you know this is Trevor Long for the Today Show? And she said, is that right? I said, yeah, you keep an eye for it. Tell your friends you met him. By the way, she was, in, with no disrespect, she was the demographic of the Today Show. She was a likely Today yes, Show. Yes. If she's not Today, she's Sunrise. Like She's one of yep, the two, right? Absolutely, yeah. And let me be very clear. I think there was a spark of recognition I, there. I know what it's like when someone recognises me. Yep. I know the, I know what it looks like. <laughs> this woman she, yeah, had no know idea and she <laughs> thought you and I were both complete dickheads. Yeah, exactly. And it wouldn't be the first and then time. Then she went up to the 29th floor and yeah. went on with the day. She went into your room that you were supposed yeah. to have. I can highly yeah. recommend the W Hotel. <laughs> just not Andre. <laughs> But make sure you got your credit cards with you, or yes. else you'll be sleeping in the lobby. And you know what? That's why I had my wallet in my bag because I knew it'd be a drama. 
But of okay. course, because I'm a smartass, I had to make. Well, you got to test it. Hey, you got to test the system. That's my job. Test, test it out. Our job test it. is yeah. to test systems. Yeah. If someone says to you on the radio in six months, "Do I? I'm going to stay in a hotel. Do I? Do I need to take my wallet because yeah. I'm fully digital?" Well, I'll say you no. are now going to say absolutely I'll yes. I'll say my smartass mate Trevor Long <laughs> yes. can't. He he pointed we out that you it. can't do that. Yeah, and he made the bloke cry behind the counter. <laughs> he did not cry. <laughs> that is an outrageous piece of defamation. Two Blokes Talking Tech is the name of this show where we normally talk about the week's technology news, but this time we just had a little chat about my check-in process. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 486, thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo, our great sponsors, and they have been for many, many years. Netgear for all your home Wi-Fi networking needs and Arlo for your security uh, cameras, privacy. There's a whole range of features they have we'll cover shortly on the show. Stephen, lovely to have your company here in my hotel room, which sounds completely yeah. awkward. But um, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but <laughs> we're here recording. You, we're also, you also said that. I said... Well, I said, does it look a bit gay that I was waiting, <laughs> waiting for you to check in and sort of as we could go up together? And, and yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. Andre, yeah, Andre didn't question did, that. Nah, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. But anyway, he would have taken here, a liking to if that was the case. <laughs> we're here now, and well, the reason we're here, is yes, we're here for Magic Round. We we were because we're, we're massive rugby league fans. Well, I am anyway. I'm I am. We're, we're here as guests of Fox League and yep. Fox Sports, and they thought it'd be a great idea to bring us up this this festival of, festival of rugby league that's happening. And for with those every that team. live outside of the the rugby league bubble, if you're in Melbourne or you're overseas, this is rugby league's obviously one of Australia's biggest sports, um, behind Formula One, obviously. Um, <laughs> G up, uh, and there's eight games every weekend, and this weekend every single game is at the same is place, it? Suncorp Stadium yep. in Brisbane, and they call it Magic Ground because it's a magic thing to have every yeah. game in one every place. Every team, every player. You, you buy a here. ticket today, you see two games. You buy a ticket tomorrow, you get three, three games. games. You buy a yeah. ticket Sunday, you get three games. And every cool. game, as always, is on Fox Sports. But most importantly, because it's all in one place, all all their gear is in one place for the whole weekend. Yep. They've been able to absolutely bring every bit of their best equipment here. Yep. So the Flying Fox, the Fox Rover, and we'll talk about all these things in a minute. Yep. The Hero Cam. They've got 24, was it, other cameras? 24 cameras, All of yep. them are... Well, that, yep. that includes those three. So there'd be 20, 21 other cameras that are fixed um, and, and all in 4K, going back to a 4K broadcast truck so that the, the five games that Fox do exclusively... Are all broadcasting all 4K. 4K UHD. And the other three games, we asked the question, well, there's five that they do in HD. Yeah, I got a, I got a three, tweet tonight, actually. I'll just yeah. read this out and you can answer it. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, we, we tweeted about it. Matthew Chisholm said, after all that, it makes me wonder why every game this round isn't in ultra high definition, Steve. Yeah, well, the reason it isn't is because the, uh, the, the games that Fox have exclusive rights to, they control end-to-end. So they, they, they cameras film it, capture it, Broadcast it in their own in 4K UHD because they have the facility. Channel Nine, uh, who have the rights to the the to three games in the round, they choose Fox, give them the feed, and then they then control it from then on. And because it's a HD broadcast, they only broadcast HD. That's their they're the games that can only be broadcast in HD and have to be then Fox take that feed for themselves because it's simulcast, and that's why those three games are in HD. And I think people that watch Fox only would probably not even know that there's three games on nine every week, right? Yeah. Because you're kind of in this Fox bubble, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. But you need to understand that in rugby league rights terms, it's very complex. The deals are <coughs> such that certain people have certain rights to certain things. And in this case, 
Channel 9 have the broadcast rights to three of the games, and those rights allow them to choose and, and create the whole game. The only thing Fox are allowed to do is essentially add their own commentary to it. So yeah. so because it comes 4K camera into 4K broadcast truck, all that Fox do is send it directly without editing it, without directing the camera shots. They send all 24 cameras into the Channel 9 truck, which is HD. Channel 9 then choose the angles, the direction, the replays, everything. Yeah. And and Fox get back that exact signal. They get they get back what Channel 9 viewers see without the Channel 9 logo, the Channel yeah. 9 graphics, so they, they and the then, Channel 9 commentary. So they label it to themselves. <laughs> so so, so do, Fox in their truck are able to then... Label it with their graphics, their everything, and put their commentary yeah. team into it. But it is Fox's cameras that capture everything. Their yeah, cameras. It, you would argue it's a shared set of well, cameras, yeah, because right. it's that they would all, but they would all chip into the to the right. camera thing. But 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 they take that they'd in they'd take the the flying fox vision and the rover vision, wouldn't they? Or, I or not? absolutely guarantee you that probably that, doesn't just, happen. That's just for, yeah. the, for Fox's own. That's game. Fox okay. only. We're, it's curious though this weekend we should because put it on actually. It's uh, yeah, go turn it on this but weekend. I bet being, you there's not. <coughs> I bet you there's no Flying Fox or Rover. Okay, well, we can check it out now because Channel 9 match is actually being broadcast right now. So Manly playing the Seagulls. As Manly, we record. Manly are leading, by the way, 6-0 so far. Okay. But, you know, just to let you know, normally a normal weekend of footy, Channel 9 have the rights to Thursday night footy, yep. Friday night footy, and Sunday afternoon footy. Right. This round, there was no Thursday night footy. Right. So Channel 9 are going to have the Friday night footy, which is this match on right now. So yep. we're recording on a Friday night. But they're also going to have a Saturday night game. So oh. they're going to broadcast the Roosters-Cowboys game tomorrow and then the Sunday afternoon game, which will be Melbourne Storm v. the Dragons. Right. So they change their day so they get their three games in for the weekend. But So we're now watching Channel 9. And, and so everything – so you see the watermark, the yep. 9 watermark, and – so we'll that, keep an eye on it while we talk yeah. whether or not they I use the I think you're right, you know, I think you're right. I don't think nine get yes. that. You're right. Yeah. Because because you've got to remember this is Fox's point of difference. It's, it's right? a technology, isn't it? And too. and and in nine's defense, not because I work there at all, but because when they're negotiating the rights, you could argue that because the game is in four K, why doesn't it get directed in the four K truck and then nine take that? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But see then Fox on this simulcast game, yeah. Fox would have an advantage over nine in the in the vision. Yeah. Um, f- uh, nine basically want to neutralise Fox for these okay. three games. That's right the way on. I see it. Okay. So yeah, fair enough. <coughs> so it is amazing. So uh, you know what we saw, we got to it was it was amazing because we got to go down on the ground of Suncorp Stadium, which is literally hallowed turf. This it is, is amazing, an amazing yeah. venue Such a great to be stadium. in Lang Park. Essentially, yep, is the, old is the Lang ground Park. we we stood yep. on, and we got to see everything. Now uh, let's talk about the hero camera first. Yep. I saw the the use of this style technology at the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, the the game ended. And and there was a camera shot on Tom Brady, right? Who's yeah. you know the the genius quarterback. And this camera shot was like a you know something that Stig shot or you know a professional yeah. videographer would so film because field it's in fo- view, the players in focus and everything else is blurred. The depth of field or for the non photographer the portrait Por- effect, portrait right? Mode, yeah. <laughs> As Apple has has named it, yeah. right? And so what you get is this real you get this real focus and this attention on an individual. Yeah. So what they've got is they've got a really really high end Canon Lumix um, body. Yep. With an extremely expensive and was solid it a Lumix? lens, I thought it was a Panasonic body. Oh, I thought it was. He said the Canon, the Canon. lens was Canon, body was a Lum, was okay. a Panasonic Lumix. Canon, uh, so body. big lens, little yeah. little camera body 
on an amazing DJI Ronin on a, gimbal, on a gimbal yeah. um, and, and handheld. Small it, monitors as well. Yeah, and, and it's wirelessly focus. transmitting live into the truck so that this, this guy can run out on the field after yeah. a try score or road, There was a road mic on top of it. said the road mic, yeah. a little shotgun mic yeah. on well, top. Yeah, road makes some of the most yeah. popular so mics this, in the world. This is the camera that would go on the field. Like after a try, yes. the, the cameraman's in there in the huddle to, yeah. picking them up. Uh, if it's if in, in the in-goal area, all those little See, now there's a camera on the field right now as we watch this, but this bloke's the steady cam. That's the rover. No, is this that rover? is the steady cam. This is a bloke holding a camera on a steady cam. Is it? Standing out there to, to shoot the, uh, okay, the so, kick. So that's pretty flat focus in it, so there's no yeah, depth of field it's here. It's very, very standard TV focus. Right. Um, okay. So the hero camera, not 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 massively used in Australian sport, but I think you'll find it will be taken yeah. a lot because it does really add some wonderful ca- yeah. character to the to the. And to it's the right, it, literally up close to the players, yep. and and with that depth of field, it looks actually quite good. It looks really spectacular. But uh, so that that's hero cam, which is I think one guy operating, and there's there's a sound bloke with him. Is there someone with a cable? There, or there's with him? there's always uh, even even like just a backup. a backup, so that if the guy walks backwards, there's someone to, yeah, to you know, stop over. and to touch him on the back when he needs to stop yeah. and stuff like that. But then we ne- we moved into the stadium and saw the big on ground big um, cameras, the 4K cameras that yeah. are at ground level, which are the These same These are the ones cameras. you would have seen in, in yeah. shots because they're, they're yeah. fixed. They can't move out of the way. They're enormous they're things. Big. And can and zoom in so far. The lens, I've always wondered this too because you see them at the cricket and stuff. The lens is enormous. Like it's a size of, of, a, of a suitcase, right? Yeah. $250,000 for the lens. Whoa. Now the zoom was... We were at, glass We were behind there. the dead ball line yeah. and we were zooming in. We, we got to have a go and the zoom was rat fast. Was so too. quick, <laughs> yeah. To the other end, a little focus <laughs> wheel. Yep. Amazing zoom down the other end. And to be honest, with the, I'm not taking away from the work of the cameraman. It yeah. wasn't that hard to do. I've, yeah, it was I've, pretty was, steady. You know, we were following the rover yeah, around and looking at it. Really it was good. actually, yeah. because of the position, the stance, I, I feel like it's yeah. just beautifully made Nicely for that balanced, style of work. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was... Um, yeah, it was really impressive the zoom on that, eh? Like, how, yeah. And there's sort of one of those in every cor- in each corner. Yes, and they're also the ones the that stand. are up upstairs in three the stands. Three upstairs as well. The, the main camera, so the main camera here that we're watching, that's kind of a wide shot that goes in. That those cameras are all those same huge, same ones, but up broadcast the cameras. Yeah. Um, a phenomenal technology. But remember, the, I think the point of this 4K conversation, and we'll get after we've talked about all the technology, we'll get to the if, is it worth it or not. But the, this all this is an investment that that. Not yeah. Fox Sports didn't buy the cameras. It's another company, NEP, that buy it and own it and everything. But they need to know that companies like Fox are going to commit to using them because and, and they would have cost it, a yeah. lot. The lenses might have been okay, yeah. but the cameras themselves needed to be upgraded. Yeah. Which in the early days of 4K was why, for example, we couldn't have multiple games at the same time because there wasn't enough 4K cameras in the yeah. country. Um, but here we're in one venue. So how many? Like I, I know Fox normally have a two or three games per weekend. Do they have five per weekend? I don't think they do. Do they in four K? Yeah, no, they don't. Have, they probably have just two or three. I, I, I haven't looked. They probably have one, one a day. Some years ago, one a day. Yeah, I must check. I, I think I. Often, I don't think they have more than two. A weekend. I often look whenever Souths play on when it's not on Channel Nine and I'm not there. I always check if it's on 4K. Yeah, there right. was one I think they played the Raiders down in Canberra. It was a Thursday night and it was on Fox. I checked on the 4K channel. There was some bloody rugby game on the 4K yeah. channel, so I, I watched it in HD yeah. on, on Fox. Um, and the Formula One comes in on 4K because it's a it's a feed from international, so ah. it's not there. they're not utilising cameras in Australia, yeah, right? right. Um, so then we walked onto the grass, and there was a huge remote control car there, big wheels, <laughs> the um, and it's the Fox Rover. Now this gets used in the and by the way, this is a third party company again that's get that gets hired to do this. Yep. I forget their name. I followed them on Instagram after the cricket. 
Um, mm. The cricket last summer was, was so it's it's basically like a buggy, little buggy with b- yeah. chunky wheels, and on top of that is a a massive camera with a really impressive gimbal, so that even when it's driving along pretty fast, it's really smooth. It's and it it it's uses drone technology. So the gimbal it even had drone batteries on it. And it was, it's the camera that you see on the sideline driving up and down the sideline, sometimes comes on the field after a try, yep, yep. give it that nice sweeping shot. Uh, and Trevor and I actually had a fang. We had a, we had a go on it. We, <laughs> we had the remote control. And I'll we tell you the name of the company, Level Horizons. That's okay. the name of it. Yeah, well, that's a no, nice name for, for their, the gimbal technology. Yeah. So on there it is at the cricket being yeah, used. Wow. Okay, it's a different um, looking one. They just got a, it's a higher stand, ah, so it's okay. got a higher view. But it's like a really low down camera. Yeah. But again, this is critical. This is a this is literally ground a control car yeah. on the ground. There's a guy on the ground who literally we saw him during the game runs around with it. Yeah. So if he goes on the field, he it. runs on, yeah. <coughs> stays within a distance. He stays so, behind which it. Which I think yeah. it helps give him perspective of where it is and yeah. make sure he's not running into things. But to be clear as well, with the rover. He's controlling just, just the rover. So think of it like a remote control car. Yeah, or a drone. With, you can do that with a drone. Someone with, flies a drone and someone controls the camera. For the average show, think yeah. of it like a remote control car with a camera on top. Yeah. The guy's only driving the car. Up in the grandstand, high up in the grandstand, is another guy who's controlling the camera. Yeah. Tilt, pan, So he puts, zoom. points it in the right direction and <coughs> Because when I was driving... pans with the action. I drove the rover and, and I did a circle. Really yeah. slow because I didn't want to tip it over like you nearly did. I fanged it. It was oh, great. Mate, they shat themselves. Oh, it was mad. They right. thought you were oh, going to tip it because they forgot to say, "Don't, don't go, go fast around." I, I think that I, I sort of I, what I did. I went out straight in a straight line, pretty quick, and then I slowed for the turn. I'm not stupid, but I think they said, "Oh yeah, just watch it." I think they said it. They said trust it. me, mate. They were freaking out. <laughs> yes, but so I did this little. Th- me rolling it and breaking I it. I did. The game. Oh mate, I did donuts right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slow ones, like going around a roundabout. When yeah. I was a kid in in uh, on the Central Coast, we'd drive around a roundabout forty times just for giggles. Ah, right. You yeah, know, that's the kind of, of thing we did in the middle really, of the night. Really exciting town. Yeah, yeah you were out doing crazy things. I was just driving around roundabouts forty times. <laughs> anyway, um, I was driving around, and the camera stayed on me. So the thing's yeah. going around circle, and the camera stayed on camera me. Stayed fixed and I realised it's the guy upstairs. He's pointing, and yeah. it made me realise the work that's required there well, because they it, need to they need to either talk and communicate or know what the thing's doing of course. and controlling that camera. I meant it was to fascinating. Ask, like, would there be some technology, like tracking technology? Nope. You know, no, drone, I asked. No. no, there's no tracking. Nope. So you can't just identify a subject nope. and let it do it? It's a guy like a dr- controlling Like a drone it. can do that? Yep. All right, so it, it is him manually doing yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. It's pretty cool. But we saw it on the sideline. It was sort of moving up and down the field. I was trying to work it while you're looking over my shoulder and then I realised there's a mirror and that's yeah, what you're looking at the, the TV. Yeah, I'm watching the game. <laughs> I'm watching in reverse. But anyway, Manly just scored again. Um, wow. Fo- the, so the Fox Rover. Very cool. And then the next one was the Flying Fox, which is... is Both a, of which, by the way, had a fox, had a tail, fox tail attached each one, to yeah. them. Well, that's, I think, you know why? I reckon there's more to than just being a smart-ass putting that on. That's, that's because it, saying. It, it helps them see it better, I reckon, as well. Because, well, you know, you, you'll notice, I remember when I was trying to film it, and behind, when it's in the, the crowd is the background, yeah, it's very hard to see. So I reckon there's a big, bright maroon tail. Yep. But also, too, it helps judge how fast it's going. It's like a little windsock behind Yeah, it. true. So when they were going quickly, I'm, it could go up to like 38, 37 kilometres I'm going to dumb it down for you <laughs> and say, I think it's just Fox showing off and saying those two things, it's Fox exclusive. It's a fo- Fox, flying Fox. Yeah, okay. So, so I was just watching Nine and I looked yeah, in the background. There's none. No, no. No, flying here's, Fox. Here's what Nine have that Fox don't use is the Segway. Segway, yeah. I saw that in the background. The guy yeah, on the Segway. Yeah. Joe, Joe that's, the cameraman. That's Nine only. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, there was no Segway today. No, they were right. Yeah? You're right. So that's okay. nine have that camera. So this is Segway shot right here, right? Oh, no, I don't, I don't know. That's a Segway shot. I think of course this, it is. No, it's a Steadicam. You sure? Yep. Pretty sure that's a Steadicam. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's um, interesting. Why? No, I thought I thought it was a Segway. I saw it in the background. No, he was he was in the background when the try was scored, yeah. Okay, right. But... Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that, the segue wouldn't wouldn't tilt up like that. Riveting yeah, right. for, the, for the podcast. Yeah, it's great. Um, so it just shows how different the coverages can yeah. be, and they're all trying to do their own thing. But the flying um, fox, just to explain it, is held up by cable. So there's cable in each corner of the stadium, and then the flying fox then manoeuvres, sort of tightens and loosens the cable in various directions so it can go up and down, and any point on the field, it can be above the field. And then when we were watching the first game, the Flying Fox was in behind the play. So the attacking team would be moving upfield. The Flying Fox would sit behind it naturally because if it was in front of it, there's risk of it hitting, getting hit with a bomb or yep. with a with a, a kick. kick yep. So it was sitting behind and following. And, and I remember watching one of the replays. It was such skillful camera work yeah. where it followed and then tracked inside. It was literally above the action as it was happening. Yeah. And it was a really dynamic angle to, to show. And we met and talked to Andrew, the pilot, and there was another guy, I didn't get his name, yeah. who was operating the camera. Like, like, let's be honest, camera dude did not appreciate us being there. He was focused <laughs> on his job. Of course he was. Uh, this was not during the game, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, and Andrew, the cameraman, it was fascinating because, you know, you think about the risks of that big thing, the wires and everything. Yeah. It take, took five hours to set up at Suncorp. takes two days to do it at the MCG. Yeah, it's a bigger stadium. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there, there's software built into it that restricts it from doing certain things like height and, and distance and things. Yeah. But then they've also got their own other articulated software which allows them to set boundaries. Like there's a basically a red no-fly zone they build around the goalpost. Yeah, I saw so that. that yeah. He can't accidentally fly into the goalpost. So it's like it's like the drone with obstacle detection. Yes. Eh? So he could set this, it but don't go here. But it's to be clear, it's not the flying fox with sensors. It's the flying fox uh, coming into a virtual barrier because it's... Gyrus, it's it's the wires know where it is in a, in a virtual yeah, space, yeah. and so they're able to create these boundary boxes in a virtual space. And I saw on his laptop, <coughs> I took a photo. I tried to get zoom in and take a photo. He had like a top down view of the field, yes. And the flying fox was a big black dot on the field, so that's the position it had on the field. Yes. So he'd be piloting it, and he'd be looking probably at that screen rather than at the because he the the angle he's looking at the flying fox is it's sort of straight you, up. You in don't the know air. how far you away don't know how it. what your position is to the sidelines and all that. That is. was also interesting yeah. because one of the one of the fox kind of media guys said, "Oh, it's kind of like a drone, you know, the the X Y Z." And I said, "So is it like flying a drone?" He goes, "To be honest, not at all no, because yeah, that, yeah. It, it with a drone and anyone with a drone would know this when you." When you you've got left and right controls, you fly you fly up and down, yep. and you can move left and right. Yep. But with the other stick, you can spin. Yeah. And so when you spin because you're following the camera work or something, your front and your up and your sorry your left and right are could be opposite to you. Yeah. Whereas this guy always works in the same orientation. Yes, of course. So he, he the, the pilot has no care or consideration for where the camera is pointed. Yeah. He's just got to He's put it in the right place. He's simply positioning left, right. Up, yeah. down. It's definitely a two-man job. Eh? You couldn't do oh, that one. for sure. Right. So he's going yeah. left and right, back and forward, up mm. and down. And he's... Saw, it, it looked like a joystick. It looked like the old arcade game joystick. He, he has two, two joysticks. joysticks. One for yeah. up and down, one for left, right, back Incredible. and forward. So he's able to move it within a space, yeah. within a plane, and then move the plane up and down. And then the camera guy is able to work literally with him but I don't think I think they would work so closely together. So the he pilot, would know they were sitting next to each other. Next to each other. But yeah. I don't even think they need to say, so "I'm going to go forward and you go left." I think they would have worked together such that he knows when he's heading that way. Of course, he's, you know he's going to follow well, the action like that. The, it's amazing. The, the objective would be follow the action for sure. So you're behind yeah. the play. 
they like there was a great example where the Tigers made a break down the left side of the field. It was there focusing on the player, the player to pass it out, and then he turned it back inside, and the camera swung across and tilted down and followed him all the way down to the posts. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's really skillful. That'd be kind of like that's such reflexes you'd have to have. I, I mean, it's really I, skillful. I do think, and as much as I like nine, but the the, um, the segue is. Almost boring compared to what Fox have been doing yeah. with this technology, and well, that's that the rover thing. was cool. That rover, I really Fox like that. Fox yeah. uh, have been pushing the boundaries well, they're, of broadcast because really they have to. They innovate. have to. Got to people innovate. are paying, right? Yeah. They're paying money for this, absolutely. And also, they're wanting people to pay more, so they've got the the Fox Sports 4K packages. Cool. So you know that's what you want to do. So there's some magic round figures here. There are 272 players of the NRL here. Number of uh, hours live on air from Friday to Sunday is 24 hours of live footy. Two broadcast trucks, 150 broadcast crew, 24 yeah. cameras, 17 on-air talents, so on-air presenters, yeah. and seven producers, three directors, four project managers, seven graphics operations, and a partridge in a pear tree. It's amazing. Incredible team. And and uh, like, uh, we, we've put some stuff on our social media, and I, I said in my one of my posts on Facebook, I think it was, I said... Incredible technology with an incredible team with incredible talent. Yeah. It's really – I don't think you get an appreciation for what's involved. Like, we're all I think we take this. for granted. Exactly. We, we're just watching here thinking, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a great angle. We're watching anything and concentrating on the football part of it. But how that was brought to you, we got a really good sense of that and yes. could appreciate it. And there's a lot of skill involved, a lot of tech involved. That's why we're here. Uh, but good on Fox for that. They, they, I love how they're pushing the envelope, trying to make that experience for the viewer yep. even better. And you know what? Thank you to Fox for bringing us up here. We're here yeah. as guests of Fox Sports. There's no obviously um, skirting around that. Um, and you know what? Good on them for being the first people to pull well, a rot in smart. a couple of years, mate. It's um, smart. <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't feel weird, you and I being on a plane together, yes. you and I going to it, like it was yeah. like it was like weird. This is uh, we we're sort of back again. Yeah, yeah it, it, for a moment there. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We were sitting out the front of the stadium waiting for people and we are talking to Buzz Rothfield and stuff. But, yeah. And we are talking about the old days and of travel. Emma, Emma Lawrence, we were and, talking to Channel 9. In all honesty, I I felt for a moment like we'd gone back to the old days where yeah. we were travelling together and we... Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a weird... It was good. good. It was a good feeling, just so you know. It was. Um, I, and me too, yeah. <laughs> Apart from the little wrinkle in the hotel lobby, but that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but who was our host? Hannah Hollis was our Hannah Hollis our was our host. host who I worked with at SBS years ago. She's one of the great league presenters on Fox League. You know, and I, here's the thing, and it was funny meeting uh, Emma Lawrence. Emma Lawrence, yeah. She's um, a reporter Hannah Hollis. You've got Buzz Rothfield. We saw Brandy Alexander. There's a bunch of people who... You know, obviously, you know, uh, dedicate their lives to this. Yeah. I just want people to appreciate for a minute, and I'm not. This is not a a, a sexist thing. People like Hannah and Emma yeah. are passionate about rugby league. Oh yeah, it's They're great. passionate it's about good sport. To see. It's Hannah, great. I saw when when I worked at SBS. Hannah was working at SBS in in NITV, I believe, and then kind of started doing some stuff in sport. Yeah. Got some on air gigs and stuff. And she literally, you know carved herself out yeah. a career. She's and a great presenter. I like watching her. You know, She's honestly, really I have, I'm so weirdly proud, but yeah. also in awe of her yeah. just push, drive, and determination. It's it's phenomenal well, when you land the amount of effort like that. that comes into like, these What things. did I say to you? I said, how good would it be to work for Fox League? Yeah, I, you know I, what? I love my league. You, you yeah. love your job right yeah. now. Stephen yeah. Fennick wouldn't trade places for anyone. No way, yeah. But you you just you were just in that Fox studio. We looked in the studio. You were like, mate, I just want to stay here. Do you need me? Do you need me? You were you were like, Do you need me? No, but remember when we sat out and we, we did all the tour, we did all our social media and we just sat out and actually watched the game. I'm thinking, how good's this? This is unreal. And I was excited. I am excited to for tomorrow too. It's gonna be great. I yeah, I, I 
it, it felt good. And I'm not suggesting that we should just go back to, you know, uh, the way it was, but... <laughs> You know, I'm open to it. So Absolutely, My yes. email address hasn't changed, PR companies. <laughs> but this is the great was, thing also yeah. about um, it being local is they can be short, simple things like this. Yeah. And getting away for a day and a half is, is yeah. doable. Like, easy for you because you've got a, an, a family it's easy to get away from. Yeah. Mine, I've got much <laughs> so more like commitments. like I'm an escape artist, is that what you're saying? Or yeah. Easy to get away from. What do you reckon I'm like a ninja? <laughs> They don't yeah, like my, my kids are older. And and oh, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah, that's what I'm saying. My kids are older and they my don't need to manage My kids love me a lot and miss me. Okay, my kids go, what, you were, were you away? <laughs> yeah. Even, Mate, my, even my wife, right, we were at a wedding yesterday. So Thursday we were at a wedding. We were here Friday. And I said, are you about to take me to the airport tomorrow? She goes, are you going tomorrow? I thought it was next week. I went, what, lucky you weren't working. Imagine you were at work yeah. and I'll go, hey, how are you, babe? He goes, what are you doing? I'm in Brisbane. She goes, what, what do you mean? <laughs> she wouldn't have known. Well, so last night I uh, put the kids to bed and I said to Harry, I said, oh, man, I'll see you on Saturday lunchtime. I'll take you to your, he's got a, um, a tutor. Okay. He goes, Saturday? I went, I'm going to Brisbane tomorrow. And he, like, he didn't lose it, but it was like, what? That's, that doesn't happen anymore. Aww. We don't do that anymore, Aww. Dad. Um, Did he really? Yeah. This, this is Jackson, not Harry. Not how, no, Harry, Harry, Harry. Okay. Yeah. Jackson would have cared. So, Jackson and, and VV was a bit disappointed because I couldn't come to a Peter. No, Jacko couldn't is Jacko, is Jacko at the point now where he's thinking he's a bit awkward to sort of be seen with your mum and dad? And that? No, is no, he's still cool with that. No, he's still cool with that, yeah. Okay. Tell him not to lose that. Tell him that's don't no, ever be you like know, that. No, I'll beat it out of him if, yeah, if he, if he tries to change it. Because yeah. it's like that whole, it's a weird thing, isn't it? And this sounds egotistical and everything, but it's a whole, you know, I want you to be proud of what I do for a job. Of course. You know, like right now we're working... I'm helping him yeah. um, um, write a letter to the Today Show because the Today Show is visiting schools. Oh. And his school has this big week where they raise money and it's so about why does he have to write a letter, mate? You just say something, can't you? No, but this is the point, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I want him to learn you wanted him to do to it himself. Put the work in, yeah. But I also want him to appreciate that, and with the greatest respect everyone else who tries, yeah. that I, I hope and think that it will have some pull that it's Jackson Long yeah. and that they will go, is that Trevor's son? Uh, you know, yeah. and it might help. You know, you've kind of got to take... you, got, Mate... It, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Isn't, yeah, isn't, a, isn't a saying for giggles. It, it, it really happens, does mean yeah, something in, absolutely, in life. Mate. Absolutely, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Similar thing, I'm helping my daughter. She works at the Art Gallery in New South Wales. Yep. And uh, she's there planning this big um, poetry reading art thing with about Dante. So she's called me and says, oh, do you reckon you can get Russell Crowe to come to the art gallery for this, for this poetry? And you went, hang on, Rusty! And I went, hang on, let me just call him. And I said, no, I, I said... Well, I don't know. I know he's manager and everything, and and, and I'll try. And, and I've gone through the guy, Grant, his name is. I Grant said, mate, I said, mate, here's what, look, you know, we do our best to help our kids, blah, blah, blah. I said, this is me doing that for my daughter, da, da, da. And I said, here's this and that. And he goes, yeah, mate, no worries, yeah. If he's available, I'll send it to him, not a problem. And, yeah, and he, she called Grant, my daughter, said, look, Jack, Jackie's going to give you the details and blah, blah, blah. And he said, mate, I'll send it to him and I'll tell him all about it. And if he can do it, Good luck. Yeah, and I, that's what I said to Jacko. I said, mate, you may get this because of me, well, but you also... It's not because of me. It's because I put her in touch no, with the right person. But, but yeah. I said, but I'm not going to actively do anything. Okay. I want you to know, yeah. if you don't get it... You've got to earn it. You, you didn't get it. That's well, life. Look, you got to... Do you know what? There's a saying, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So you've got to have a crack. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So have a go. Um. So, look, uh, it, was, very good. it was a really insightful it was day. It such a good day. Today. I, I had a I really fun time. It. I, I, had... I think I half, half of it is just because we got to get out. Yeah, um, and the other half is because well, we both have a real passion for sport, broadcasting, yeah. media. Yes, that it really was. Like it you was think the, about, it was the junction of all the things I'm passionate about: sport, like we were, tech, we were thinking league. who else might be here, and in the end, we were the only two that need to be here because we're the, the only tech two. People. Yeah, we were. Right, we're yeah. the only two that that really tick that tech and 
yeah, sport, sport box. and passion box, definitely. Like, I, I, no yeah. disrespect to the other tech journals, yeah. but it would have been like they'd be going, yeah, okay, what next? And yeah, and also, I and good do... to see, good to see Buzz, Buzz Rothfield, and I when I was sports editor of the telly, Buzz was I worked closely with Buzz too. Yeah. He was my, he was executive sports editor when I was sports editor, so we worked together for many years together. It was funny though, um, Emma <laughs> Lawrence. We were t- telling so many stories and stuff while we were waiting, and she's like, it really is a small world. Everyone knows yeah. each other, and then in in the course of our tour. I walked past Peter Pasoltis, who I worked with at GB. And we were in the studio. You saw Brandy Alexander. Brandy, and Brandy yeah. saw me. He said, G'day, Trev. Yeah, and I it's saw like Andrew Voss. We all know each other. Yeah. It's a very weird, small <laughs> world. It really is a small yeah, world. Is, and I, I love that about I love good, that about Australia. And I love that about the media. Good community feel to it. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Especially league, the league world. There's a lot of. I saw Brayton Astor too. He said, G'day. Yep. I remember knowing him from South as well. Yep. It was awesome day. All right, there'll be details, photos of all the Fox League 4K stuff and magic round up at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is brought to you by good mates at Arlo. And Arlo make the Arlo Essential XL Spotlight Camera. Now, this has an extra length battery. That's why it's called XL. And because it's extra length, it actually lasts twice as long. So what that means is that you don't have to charge it up as much. So you can put it out, uh, put position your camera with that XL battery twice as big, which means it lasts twice as long. So huge advantage, which means less charging compared to a standard security camera battery. So yep. if you're putting this battery in perhaps like a high traffic area, it might be looking at a lot of stuff and reporting yep. a lot of stuff. It's one of the so things people realise about battery cameras is they're great, but you've got to manage the difference between getting a lot of notifications and, yes. and monitoring a lot and having the battery life. So we, I put the XL at the front door. Because it's, it's the most traffic. important yeah. place for, and it's for me. Less time to charge. It's the yeah. most important thing, yeah. and it's the like. There are batteries that I've let run flat and gone. Oh, I'll do it next weekend. Yeah. This one, it's always so there because it's me, such a long battery. It just means, and, and I'm the same. I'll put it near the front door. It means I'm not going to have to get up the ladder and and charge, cha- get the battery out, charge yeah. it again. Uh, and if it, and and I actually put that up months ago, and I still haven't had to charge it. So yeah. it's, I'm thinking, how good's this? I don't have to uh, don't have to do that. So you don't get that low battery alert for for months down the track. So if you are thinking of, of getting a, a camera and that you, you want it to last a bit longer, consider the Arlo Essential XL Spotlight Camera with that extra length battery, which means it lasts twice as long. If you want to check it out, visit Arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So, mate, the ABC have announced that as of July 2021, so just in a couple of months from now, in July 2021, you will need a login to access ABC iView. What? Now, what now is this? that's not unfamiliar to people who have used pretty much any streaming service. You need a login to access 9 now, um, SBS On Demand, 7 Plus. Most of them need a login. And the, the thing is, for I think for a commercial network, it's kind of cool. If you scroll all the way down, mate, you'll find it, I'm sure. Okay, I'm just, I'm just um, looking through EFTM, mate. I know, I'm just trying to just keep okay. scrolling, mate, and you'll find okay. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm There's so many of your staff write stories for you. It's just hard to find the latest ones, mate. Yeah, no, actually, you might have missed it. It might be in the carousel up the top. Oh, my God. I don't know. I can't remember where I put it. Okay, I'll just keep scrolling. Anyway, mate. click it's on right. tech, I'll maybe find, that'll be I'll easier. I'll find it eventually, mate. Um, yeah. Uh, so, ABC iView is, you know, it's a free government service, right? It's a yep. free thing. Um, people have this kind of, I don't know, should I really have to pay? Or ABC iView, it doesn't feel right. It feels like it could be a bit of a, I don't know, um, friction point for them. So uh, it's it's not been a it's not been well received. But because it hasn't rolled out yet, I don't even think they know half the pain 
that they're about to get. So what? So the situation before was no, just you can rock download up. it now. You can just watch it, do rock your best. Up. You know, no, they, they don't know who you are. They have no. So it's interest. just walk in the front door, watch what you want. No, don't know you from Adam. No. So now they would need to know all your details and see for a nine now or that? a seven plus. You'd think, well, it's because they want to profile you demographics and they want to target your advertising, right? Yep. ABC doesn't have an advertising. Uh So what are they doing? So let me sell it to you like this. Okay. Uh, and I don't know exactly what, they, what they're trying to say publicly, but what I would sell it as a feature for a start, so across device catch-up. So you started watching you know, an episode of Bluey yep. on your iPad. Which I always do, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then you go to the smart TV, maybe it'll be able to remember where you're up to. Ah. You like know? Nine Now does that. I Correct. Watch, I watch a lot of Nine Now catch-up, Lego Masters, Tipping Point, tipping all point. my You love your shows. Tipping Point. Love my Tipping Point. Ben Shepard, shout out to Ben Shepard, who's the host. Uh, shout and it, out. It, it remembers, Stop listening. It, who knows? And it remembers um, what you're up to. So it says resume, right. resume. I said, yeah, I'll resume. Yes. Boom. So imagine so your kids. So that's what's going to happen. That's, that's right. Imagine your kids are watching Blue. They don't need to remember which episode they were watching. Yeah. The season. It'll, and also. So this is going to cost money, though. It's it, just, no. It's it'll lead to suggestions. So because you watch this, you want to watch that. So that that's the that's big okay. thing. I don't mind I, that. I think it's all cut, totally fine. Yeah, but here's is it just another way, another reason to collect your data though. Is this going to be that's like data the challenge? Is right, you know what? The, where's the, ABC say it won't be used and will it be sold and all that kind of stuff, which I obviously believe. Yeah. But I think that ABC's challenge is to say, right, how can we make more of ABC Eye View? Yeah. Like it's popular, it's huge, but it's also rubbish quality. It's like 720p. It's is horrible. Right? Really? Yeah, it's not even in 1080. So they're not going to improve the quality now. They've got the login, mate. Adding a login doesn't make them more money. Yeah. So it costs more money to do 720. Okay. Right. 720. It's double the. Re- it's half the resolution of HD. Right. Yeah. So if if you if they put everything in HD, they're going to pay double the bandwidth. Uh, That's a huge impost on the on the public broadcaster because we grapple with this at SBS, right? How do we improve the quality? Well, mm. we need to have better ad functions, better pre-rolls, all that kind of stuff so we can make more money so, and then pay for it, so right? So if you're watching this on your 85-inch Hisense TV. Horrible. 720 still. Really? Yeah. Does the upscaling on the TV do anything? It's fine, but you know, you it's know, watchable. you absolutely know. Is that it watchable? It's yeah, it's watchable, but that's right. about it. Yeah. Now, kids don't give a rat's. You expect better quality. Like, and I let's know be Channel clear. 9 have HD. Yeah, they get HD. Kids, yeah, kids quality. Kids don't give a rat's about quality. So that's. Yeah. Not, and kids is the majority of ABC iView really? viewing. But would the majority of ABC iView seeing, because you said it was kids, would they be watching on an iPad and on a smaller screen? Or yeah, probably. Would the, would, the, would the parents turn it on the telly and yeah, put if it If your parent is smart, I would absolutely get the ABC iView app on your bloody TV because it's awesome. Yeah. But the quality is a bit how you're going, but you're saying. If That's you've got a big saying, yeah. TV, it's not, it's not would, a great would the quality experience. be better for if you're watching on an iPad or a laptop or something? So it will allow smaller. the ABC to let users resume watching shows across devices as well as let you access your viewing history and save favourites shows for faster access. Okay. The ABC will also be able to tailor recommendations for each user based on their preferences, which will show up on the dashboard. So, right. you know, here's the only thing, and this is, you know, hugely controversial. What is Joel Kane doing wearing a magic suit? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a magician, um, mate. He's a magician. I know, it's magic round. It's magic round. Get with it, buddy. By the way, Lego, how good's Lego Masters been? Mate, so good. How good? This, have you seen the last episode yet? No, because they don't give that in advance. Oh, so we're sorry. We're, we're going to have to... Tap into wow. that. What do you I think? What do you though. think of um, the final four? You do you agree with that, or um, I think a cu- I, I think a couple I, of them should have been gone. Yeah, I, I think the, there was a bit of a they got bringing the girls back. I don't think that they. What do you mean bringing them back? They've never been gone. Yeah, the girls did they get eliminated? Yeah, they, remember no, they, they weren't. Yeah, they did. They were there the whole time. It was the other. It was the guy and the girl. They're, they're not married. They're friends. They're friends. Yeah, they're who married. Knew other they people. weren't married. It's so complicated. You yeah. don't realize. Yeah. 
They're they're not a couple. They're just a Lego Lego couple. Yes, it's very. <laughs> Could strange. we be a Lego couple, mate? Like, I mean, for the show, you've got some work to do. Oh man, I'm getting pretty good. I've just built. I've got my new scout. The scout Here's trooper the I've built. I built. I'm, I'm also things. building. You know, you know those are the ones with the that you made the picture of it. Yeah, I'm building the big You're Star Wars one. Oh, good, good. I'm up to row nine of eighteen rows. It's it's really long. It looks awesome. Halfway done, it looks amazing. Um, my problem is. I build a great model yeah. from instructions. Yeah, you got to you you got to be Mate, able to build. These from scratch. people build amazing yeah. things, and I think when they build large people, but and that's creatures, how you learn. But you learn from the kits because. Well, Mate, what are we going to do? You come around my place, we're playing the Lego bag for a for a day oh, and see how you know, go. Maybe after every podcast, we do an hour training on Lego. Mate, can an we just hour? start? We'll little, start little, with golf first, okay? okay. <laughs> Let's not overcommit. A little, okay. a little. Two Fridays away, we're playing golf. Yes, I've got to. Uh, I've got to book. I tried to book us in, but they said oh, we don't take bookings more than two weeks out. So I've got okay. to book us in next week. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I'm having slight dramas actually with my membership out there, but all good. It'll, 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 it'll <laughs> we're going to be able I'll to have a I'll, ta- I'll tell you. No, yeah, we'll be right. I've still got my tab out there, but what it is, I've put my membership on hold. <gasps> right. I'm oh. still. I was a midweek member, so I could play yeah. Monday to Friday. And Saturday, Sunday after three PM, right? Midweek member, so that's slightly cheaper than a full membership. And I said, "Look, I'm not playing enough golf, so I don't want to be. I don't want to cut my membership yep. because I would have to pay a joining fee again." I said, yes. Look, "I just want to still be a member, and when I want to reactivate, I'm going to reactivate." I've tried to reactivate, and they said, "We're not taking midweek members anymore." <gasps> and I went, "But I'm already a midweek member. I was already a member of the club, oh. so I know I'm a, my mate of mine's on the What's board." What's the price differential? Oh, about twelve hundred bucks a year difference. Yeah. The difference in midweek to full, mm-hmm. and um, so I. We'd need to really commit to playing well, there. Every I might, I might just say stuff, and I'll just go to a full membership again. But uh, and but then it'll be then I can maybe drop down to midweek. But I'll, I'll see anyway. That that's shout out to my mate to St Michael's. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mate on the board. He said, "Look, mate, write a letter. I'll take. I'll go into bat for you, and I'll see what happens." But get a well, but, but worst get case, a polo shirt. No, okay. worst case scenario, I'll just pay for two rounds. Of, like we walk oh, because we can street. just do that. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, so right. Can, I can still play, but whether I'm if I got to pay like a punter or whether I'm a member is that's what's going to be sure the difference. Your tab's still going to be there if yeah, your membership's on hold. Positively. I'll shout you a stake at very the, after the ninth. So if we if we can get six months of golf away, we'll start building Lego. All right, Jesus. Okay, don't overcommit right. us. We're, we're turning right. into people. When's the who, last time you hit a golf ball? Yeah, like five years ago. Okay, possibly more. Okay, just take it slow, mate. Keep oh, your head down, mate. I'm just there, I'm just there All to good. turn the phone off. Yep. and enjoy a couple of hours of peace for sure. That's a hundred percent my motivation. That's, that's, I agree with you. I think we should we should take the time to do that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, really I don't am. know how we got talking about golf. Oh yeah, we saw yeah, Lego Masters on TV. Yeah. <laughs> We're watching TV we while you're listening to your podcast. We wildly swung out off the topic. There. What a shock! This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I found this very interesting. Uh, Google Photos, and we all use Google Photos. Um, from June the first, well, this was announced in November last year. Yep. Yes, I know, but the the, the deadline it's is kicking just in. around the corner. Yep. Yeah, from June one, twenty twenty one, there will be no longer free storage for high quality photos. So if you uh, normally, if you want to save to Google Photo, you save in high quality, which isn't original quality already. Original quality already counts against your allowance. If you want the original quality. If it if the data if you're using more than the free amount you're paying yeah but for high quality from June one if you add any more to your account after June one that's going to account against your data limit so, so basically we, there's no original no or new. high quality yeah 
Doesn't matter. It's all going to count. After June 1. Yes. But if you've already got a lot of high-quality photos in on Google Photos, nothing's going to change. You'll still be able to access them, see them. They're not going to charge you any money. You just If you're adding more, that space that you're taking up, you're going to have to pay for. And look, this was always going to happen. Yeah. Had to happen. Because but now they got, the deadline's they got, they got closing million, in. No, no, but I'm talking, think back years. Millions of people are using a service yeah. and they're getting free storage for photos. It was always going to blow out. Of Someone course. at Google was going to – a bean counter was going to go, well, hang on, that's got to stop. But there is an exception, though. If you're a Pixel user, so if you're a Pixel phone, yep. which is owned by Google, if you're a Pixel user, unlimited free still applies. Yeah, right. As long as you're using that phone. So I'll declare I will continue to say to people that Google Photos is the best solution. Yeah. I will continue to it's encourage people to use it. it. Yeah. I pay for it. Yeah, I pay too. twenty-five I get, bucks a month. For I get a bill too. Yeah, for one, my photos. No, two terabytes. I can't remember yeah. what it is. Yeah, I pay like about. I think what's the one down from what are you paying? Twenty-five. Yeah, I'm one I down. Twelve or fifteen bucks or something. Twelve. And, and and that's I've got whatever terabytes it is, but that's across both my Drive, my Google Photos, and my yeah. Gmail. Ah, uh, oh yeah? yeah. Well, I've got Google. I've got, Work- a lot. I've got Google Workplace, so I, I pay for my mail through that already. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's separate. That, that's separate. Oh no, my, so mine's all one. I pay the the other thing separately. That's another. Why don't you charge keep separately. them together? Oh, because I'm different email addresses. So I'm paying. Um, I'm on the two terabyte plan, twenty five dollars a month. Yeah. I'm using one point one nine terabyte of two. Yeah, it's good, you know. And there's a lot of people who are getting would get a bit anxious about this because I'm planning a little thing on um, NAS drives. I've, I've got a review lined up with Synology. Synology I'm doing, one, yeah. I'm doing a, um, a two the two drive a good solution for someone who doesn't want to get caught out without enough storage. Yep. Then the, the NAS drive could be their, their solution. Yep. Like I a just local installed cloud. a QNAP NAS at the office. QNAP, yeah, right. QNAP with I put uh, th- three or four. I've got an eight bay, but I put four 18 terabyte drives in it. Wow. So I have... What's the 18 terabyte? Each drive's worth a grand or something, isn't it? Nah, I would never pay that much, but a few hundred, like three or four hundred. Really? Yeah, expensive. I thought it was like a thousand bucks each one. Well, maybe it is then. You got mates, right? I, I spent $7,000. What was the... What's the so, so the, the QNAP, QNAP with device itself would have been... It was about... Co- you're right. It was probably they're probably grand each. You're right. Yeah, they're not cheap. You know, yeah, I've got, I've got I've got some 16 terabyte Seagate Iron Wolves. Yeah, and then I've got one 18 terabyte as well. Yeah, right. I'm going to set up a I want to set up a six bay one. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. a great way to go. So if, just for example, I'm just looking at my um, Google Drive usage, 66 gigabytes of Google Drive. Now I'm not really using that, so that could probably go easily. It's whatever it is. I use mm. Dropbox for my my primary cloud storage. I've got 143 gigabytes of G- Gmail. Yeah, and I have 1.01 terabytes of Google Photos. Wow. So you're, so every photo you take on your iPhone yep. or any phone you're using goes to the cloud Google Photo. Spot on. Yeah, me too. I'm doing the same. Yep. And I've got I, I've got iCloud as well. But I think I'm on the... I'm paying for... I pay for the storage on iCloud because it's my backup. I've got an on iCloud backup. Yeah, right. So I've got my, my phone, my iPad. I think my iMac is on it too, up in the cloud as well. Yeah. I don't. So, uh, yeah. We do. We we pay for an iCloud, but it's only so the phones get backed up, not not devices. Yeah. Anyway, look. I think it it sounds it's, really scary, it's sort of right? A, but I think it's sort of the time. It's like the day of reckoning. People have to really take stock. You have of to what appreciate the value of these things. Yeah. I know. Sometimes we take the free stuff for granted, and I yeah. think we got to appreciate that this is this is a game changer for you know memories. Mm. You know, and but, there is because you're right. Photos they're irreplaceable. Absolutely. They're memories. You lose them, which is also it's why tragic. I I have done. I've got a cloud to cloud service. Yep. And I've done a copy where all my Google Photos get uh, transitioned over to Dropbox. There's also a way on iCloud 
um, you can go, I think it's iCloud.com forward slash privacy. You can actually get, you can initiate a transfer of your iCloud library over to Google Photos. And you can also do the other way, though, Kaya. You can go, um, there, I, is a, I don't, there is a method to I go. I don't know that it's a built-in method, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw, I think Mac Rumors had an instruction. instruction yeah, there's, on there's how plenty to of instructions on how to do it. Yeah. But see, here's the reason why I'm not in the iCloud for my photos. Um, Google's better. Um, facial recognition, image recognition. Yeah, it's easy to just, find your photos. Yeah, mate, yeah, I can true. search for a person, a place, a yeah. thing. Google, uh, Apple does good face recognition, but yeah. nothing, you know, nothing like Google. I think the most searched photos I've had was when I was in um, Disneyland for, at Galaxy's Edge. Remember, I was yeah. in, and I often say to, and I, and I go into Google Photo and I go August 2019, bang, it's there. I, I know I can show people all my pictures of when I was at uh, Galaxy's Edge. I had a, I had a bloke, also, also invested in a couple more Galaxy's Edge. I had a bloke on Instagram today. Uh, <laughs> hit me up and he goes, he goes. What do you say? Is that Stephen Fennick? He goes. Have he you ever been? Um, people might know him. His name's John Kutis. Um, he, oh, he, he verified lived, account. He lives on a skateboard. You know, he's a little dude. He's got a disability. Okay. I think he's got like no legs, half a body kind of thing. Okay. You, you would recognise him if you look up his so account. So content creator, he's making stuff and on social media? I guess so, media. he's got 726,000 followers. Jeez. Anyway, so... A couple more than us. I mentioned that, that I was watching a Dodgers game, and he goes, have you ever been to a Dodgers game? And I, this is while we're at the footy today, I went to Google Photos, and I searched Dodgers, and I found a photo of the stadium and a photo of me and the kids at the Dodgers game. Cool. Like, it was that quick and that instant. You can't do that on an iPhone. Yeah. You can't oh, do that on, on you, iCloud. You, well, It's yeah. not as good. On your phone, nah. you can do it. Your phone is... Nowhere near... iPhone is great for facial recognition. I love typing in for people's names. It's no, great. No, you can't... Like, I can't search. Then I'm going to bring up this, the search box here. Yeah. If I type Dodgers... Yeah, it'll have Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Has it? 257 photos. <laughs> so, no, see? Mate, no, that bugger all... Don't I don't know it, why mate. there's a couple there. Whoa. But the rest of them are just Blackberries and stupid what? stuff. There's some more baseball. There you are. But not the ones of us at the stadium. Oh, but they'd be in there. If you search for your name, if you put Trevor Dodger Stadium, put Trevor Dodger Stadium in into you. This is great podcasting, by the way. You typing out Dodgers phone. Stadium. It, well, Trevor, you put yourself in the, and in there, and it, it'll find you at Dodger Stadium, shouldn't it? Nothing. No results. No. Oh damn. No. Okay then. I'll and take, it's not I'll as good. It's not as good as facial recognition, mate. I'm I'll telling take you. Take that back. Anyway, so I'm telling you, Google Photos is better, and it's worth paying for, and that's what you should do, folks. Yeah. Thoughts? Google Photo. No, I think I think it's time. I think the free ride is over. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people have these introductory free yeah. little – and now we've reached a point now where we're taking so many photos and oh, we're building up our libraries to a point where we've passed the free stage. You've got to pay. Yeah. You've got to put your hand in your pocket. If, if your memories are important to you, you want to preserve them, you want to be able to access them, back them up, then – Time to pay the piper, as they say. Pay the piper. Yeah. All right, listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and they provide all your home and small business networking solutions. Wi-Fi 6 is the ultimate solution for your wireless networking of products today. Your latest devices, your latest smartphones, um, everything has Wi-Fi 6 built in so that you can get the efficiency from a Wi-Fi 6 network. Better speed, better throughput. Um, It's basically better at arranging the traffic across your network. Think of your router like a traffic controller on a um, busy freeway. Uh, Wi-Fi 6 enables a a fast lane for all the Wi-Fi 6 devices. 
and that's a great way to improve your traffic, improve your reliability of your devices, and improve things like streaming, gaming, and a whole other range of things. You can get Wi-Fi 6 in their standard routers. You can get them in their mesh networks with Orbi, and you can also get them in the Nighthawk range as well. It's, uh, it's what they do best is networking, and that's why you should always check out Netgear at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Apple are doing very well. Uh, when it comes to blocking things yeah. like fraud or fraudulent apps in the App Store. And I think um, this is an interesting timed uh, conversation from Apple about mm. you know what they're doing and how they're preventing things like malicious apps and all that kind of stuff because um, there's obviously a lot of court cases going on right now between Apple and, and Epic Games and things. Yeah. Apple wants to be very clear. They are good at privacy. They are looking after people. They're looking after their users. And what I, I mean, we'll go into the details, but what I hear is, hey, Federal Court, hey, District Court of America, hey, Epic Games, do you know the reason we take 30%? Because we spend time, money, we have 500 people plus more stopping rubbish hitting the app store, and that's why it's such a good environment. That's what's fascinating about this, and and they stopped, did you mention the figure, $1.5 billion of potentially fraudulent transactions. They they got rid of, I think there were um, like 90,000 apps that were were kicked out of the store, and that means that every application, every app, Every code that comes through yep. is look checked by a team of uh, not only of, of human beings, so a human team, but also they've got this really sophisticated technology using machine learning, AI, to weed out these issues as well. Yep. And there's several issues they look for, not just th- th- they want to make sure the app says what it's going to do, says what it does, and, and doesn't have any of these other hidden features, or change its objective once it's been approved, or collect more data than it's supposed to, and it's not as transparent as, as it's yep. supposed to. So Apple's really vigilant, and I think they're really, they want to give customers this, this sense of, this peace of mind, knowing that if I'm going to download something from the App Store, I'm not going to get ripped off it's not going to steal my data i'm not going to get burned and i think that that's sort of crucial and what you say about that they're them taking their cut they're certainly earning that because it's giving this is the thing the developer who wants to sell an app they want to sell it on a really positive uh, powerful but safe platform and that's the price that you got to pay and people don't realize apple review every app yeah i mean every single one the eftm app is is in review like it could be 10 hours? It could be 48 hours? Like know, someone's we, got to look at it. When we did our, we did voice, we did our voice Bite app, that, that went through several different versions and we had to, we were given uh, instructions on, on what, what we needed to yeah. do and it was done in a really timely manner. I'm surprised how quickly yeah, right. that we went from, okay, yeah, it's been subject, you know, we've been entered it in, we've, we've uh, um, put it in there and then we're getting feedback like days or two, a day or two later and it's just, so it's just incredible how the rate in which they can get yeah. through them. Well, think about this too. Um, they say 215,000 apps rejected for privacy violations. Yeah. 48,000 rejected containing hidden or undocumented features. Yeah, like um, things like if it's an app and then suddenly there's ads for like a, a, a online gambling yes. and, and stuff like that. It and comes up as being yeah. a kid's game, but it actually turns yeah. into a, ga- a gambling yeah. thing. 150 rejected for being spam, copycats, uh, and 95,000 removed for fraudulent but, um, and, violations. And, and not just that too. There were also developer accounts that have been closed down yes. because they were created 
to create these fraudulent apps. What's the figure? Is it like 150,000 developer apps? 205,000 development enrollment attempts rejected over fraud concerns. But then there were even existing developers who were kicked off the developer program for trying to duke the system as well. Oh, yeah, 470,000 developer accounts terminated. Yeah, so that's nearly half a million (laughs) accounts. Kicked off. Goodbye. See you later. Yeah, and, and look, people... Cyber criminals, they want to go but to the richest the possible source. And again, this goes to the power of the store. And I think that's – it's actually – look, let's be clear. Apple do these things. They, they brief us. They, they meet with us about these things because they're trying to uh, – they're trying to influence the narrative. Yeah. But it's also really informative because if you look at the Epic Games battle and you think, oh, 30% is a lot more, yeah. you, start to, you start to do feel it. But then you go, okay, what about this? 244 million customer accounts deactivated – due to fraud and abuse. So you think, hang on a minute, yeah. that's not developers, that's customers. And do you know what's happening there? That's, oh, everyone's leaving a five-star review on a one-star app. Yeah. That's, so they're, that's they're, fraud. They're, 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 but there's organized, they, they try to organize the reviews to game the system. That's so right. They, they, and, and Apple recognize that's through that AI and machine, te- machine learning. They recognize, hang on, all these, these reviews are coming in from this one place. So they're trying to game the system to try to get the yeah. artificial inflated rating. So not only is it the developer account, not only is it the app itself, the code within the app, but it's also the, even the review system that they're yeah. re- that they're looking into. It's so it it's is a, quite a process. It's quite amazing. And they and said too, they mentioned like it was fi- more than five hundred people work in the review team yeah. on top of their AI and machine learning. So you'd expect that the system would be where the AI and machine learning would flag the certain apps, accounts, whatever. Then a human would review it. Yep. and then make the final decision. That's, I think, how their, their workflow would, would, would operate. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, Apple are always going to, you know, spruik their, uh, their power and, and their influence and their, their, their successes. Um, they're not going to, you know, brief us about things that have gone wrong, are they? Yeah. But I think but this some is didn't get through. Like You were in that briefing. Yeah, we were together on that briefing, and, and they, I think well, they, they admitted that some got through. Yeah. Like, they're not perfect, but the, the, they did know immediately and removed them. So some got through to the keeper, but they weren't there long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, they, they're in the fight, not the fight of their lives, but they're in a big fight here with Epic Games because it is essentially a, a line in the sand. Could be a landmark case. Could yeah. be a landmark for them and for yeah, app stores generally. Because remember, it's Google about, as well. What do you think of Epic? Uh, their, are they taking Android to, to, uh, to battle as well, Epic Games? Yeah, because right? yeah, Google take so, 30% as well. Yeah. But but like if you if you come to someone's house and use their facilities, yeah. you've got to pay. You've got to pay. Apple spent trillions of dollars. That's a, I'm making that up. Yeah. Um, building products, researching, developing, marketing, creating an ecosystem of billions of devices. Yeah. Google has spent a lot of money building an ecosystem for app stores across millions of devices, yeah. Samsung, Pixel, and otherwise. Right. Without those things, you don't have the ability to target those people with your game. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. So uh, why well, shouldn't uh, is thirty percent too yeah. much? Maybe, but but uh, don't some are you going to just are you going to grab a smartphone anyway? Yeah, but don't some <coughs> get a discount if you if you've got less than a certain number of uh, people? Yeah, so there's a small business. Yeah, so there's a there's a there's new um, uh, guidelines in the app yeah. store, but we're just talking about the big guys here, right? Yeah. Epic's upset. They're yeah. making a lot of money, but I think well, and they're it, complaining about it. So isn't isn't the isn't the issue with them is that the stuff they sell within the game. Say I buy a, a, a suit or something, yeah, a, a skin yep. or something, and it costs me a dollar. Yep. 
I've got a 30 cents of that goes to Apple yes. even within the game. Yes. That's what they're yes. blowing up about. It's an in-app purchase. Despite the fact that you can download the game for free. Yes. And then if you the, any money you spend are on those items. Yes. Is that right? Yes. So it, it's that then user pays. Well, wh- yeah, why, but, can't, but, can't Fortnite, though, turn around and say, right, we're going to make the game cost... Ten bucks, yeah. and then give the customer. It won't make any difference, will it? They won't no. give the player because. A, a, so here's why they won't charge five bucks or ten bucks for the game. A less people download it, yeah. like by a percentage they want, of ninety nine percent. They want it to sell, yeah. uh, And secondly, there's no incremental revenue in charging people for a game, which is why. Yeah. Do you remember early in the app store, games were either four bucks or free. Yeah. But the four dollar ones, that they might have been successful, but they they didn't build a business out of it. Yeah. Because so, it wasn't an incremental yeah. in-app in purchase. So, so Crossy Road's a great example. Yeah. Free game. But how are they ever going to make a business out of it? Well, yeah. you charge for little skins and stuff, right? Yeah. And, the, and you make millions. So Epic's... The, the thing about Epic is, okay, fine. You don't want to be in the App Store. You don't want to pay the 30%. Mm. Don't sell things to anyone using an iPhone. Yeah. Just sell... Because remember this. You can have Fortnite on an Xbox, a PlayStation, a PC. Yeah. You can buy your V-Bucks on those platforms. And then you've got the skins, you've got the characters, use them on the iPhone. And so it works that way. So rather Absolutely. than you purchasing, so Apple would miss out on that purchase. That's right. But you can Jackson's still never, play. Jackson's only ever used PlayStation Store right. and stuff like but that to I buy didn't stuff. Realize. So you say you log in on an iPad, all the stuff you bought on the PlayStation are still there. I believe it's all linked to your right. Fortnite account. Yeah. So well, why, why, why wouldn't Apple take them to court over that? No, because that's not Apple. Apple's not worried about them making yeah. money off platform. Right. Apple's saying, fine. We know that, let's say, let's make numbers up here. Let's say 90% of people using Fortnite on an iPad or iPhone yeah. don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation, right? Uh, so okay. Epic are like, well, that's the only way we can sell to them. And Apple's like, well, that's the only way you can have them. Yeah. The only way you can have them as a audience, customer yeah. is through uh, through us. Through our ecosystem. So the only way you can make money is through us. Wow. So how's we're that, taking a cut. How's that going anyway? Is it progressing? It's, it's still, you know, it's still going through still, the course. still to come. Interesting. There you Interesting. go. All right. Two blokes talking tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Really quickly to wrap up, Trev, uh, HTC has launched two new Vive headsets, Vive VR headsets, two of them, not one, yep. two. Uh, not got, one, just two. They've got the Vive Pro 2 and the Vive Focus 3. And the, the thing with this one, the Pro 2 uh, is priced at... Two what one thousand two hundred twenty nine bucks? Well, I thought, geez, that's cheap for what you get. Five yeah. K resolution, one hundred twenty degree field of view, so pretty high spec, and obviously useful for gaming, uh, creating, and and having experiences. But the Focus Three, this is the the VR headset that's going to be more aimed at businesses. So the okay. Focus Three has, um, it's more your business VR combines all those visuals and the design and the things you get with the on the gaming side, but also now uh, you know industry companies like, like car companies are developing things and mining companies and medical yeah. companies, they're all starting to realise that there is um, examples where using VR really speeds up the process of design and all, and yeah. testing and various things like that. So. This is via HTC's push into, hey, VR is not just for gamers. Here's a really serious side of it that is really just starting to develop. So that's called, they had their Vive Con last week. Yep. So neither of them are wireless uh, things though. Uh, yeah, they're contained. They are contained. So fully the self-contained. Yes, they are. The software runs yeah, on the headset. On the headset. Yeah. So the that that's they've got the redesigned uh, handset as well, but these are meant to operate. 
with as as uh, in the field. They're meant to be in the field. Right. There, there's even in the Focus Three, which is the business one. There's the batteries located in the headband. Yep. So if you're out and you need to recharge, you can just replace the battery pack in the head, the back of the headband, and it actually balances out a bit more. You know, normally it's yeah, really front it heavy. Yeah, it feels very front heavy. So yeah. the battery's in the back, so it sort of balances out the weight. So you can change out the battery mid without losing oh, what okay. you're doing, and then so keep it run on the run. So very uh, no, nice. They're meant to be out the field, and the the Focus Three is one triple nine, which for what you get, like it's a five k. Yeah. It's really good quality. You, you don't get that, you know, on the old VA, you get that sort of chicken wire effect where you're looking through a screen door, the screen yeah. door effect. You know what I mean? You don't get that because it's five k. It's adjustable to suit the the width of your eyes. You know, everyone's eyes are a different yeah. distance apart. So or has all of that on board, and uh, they're going to be available in uh, in late June. Check it out. Details at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, lovely to be in Brisbane. Thank you to Fox Sports for flying us up and showing us behind the scenes yeah, and giving us a great. A, a great seat at the game. Uh, thank you to, to them for letting Stephen stay another night and watch his, his bunnies play tomorrow Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Hopefully he gets Come corporate, on. corporately schmoozed, <laughs> um, which would make his yes. bloody day. And um, I've enjoyed it. I've genuinely enjoyed being here. And, uh, yeah, it was good stuff. All the Being details of that up at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thank you to Netgear and Arlo for all their support. Episode 486. We'll be back again next week here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. See you then, Stephen. Bye-bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.